my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. Raced a ride along with Geralt of Rivia. Along came this song. From when the White Wolf fought a silver tongued devil, his army of elves at his hooves did they revel. They came after me with masterful deceit. Broke down my loot and they kicked in my teeth While the devil's horns minced our tender meat And so cried the witcher, he can't be bleed Toss a coin to your witcher, O oh valley of plenty O oh valley of plenty, oh Toss a coin to your witcher, O oh valley of plenty. At the edge of the world. Why is Sandwich not here? He's never on time. He's never ready. I, I can't believe you're just going to start off by bashing the kid <laughs> because we're doing a show off hours. <laughs> But don't pull the curtain back. We'll just say that he just couldn't make it, that he's just letting us down again, and that's just the way that it goes. That's that's not true. I'm defending the sandwich here. He is, I'm sure, at a very important juncture. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so it's been uh, busy around here, so we're moving things around. So you're back, uh, but you're back home, back on the island. I'm back in Hawaii. Yes, that is true. Oh, you're not, not home? Still, well, different I mean, islands. It's a, I mean, technically, it's my home. Yeah, you know, technically. Technically, how was uh, how was the trip? Oh, it was fine, just fine. Um, uh, you know, obviously, New York Comic Con was a big deal. We talked about that already, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, some other things. Um. Uh, I I went to a bunch of shows. I think I have to say that. And uh, I went to a, a, in addition to New York Comic Con, I did, I think I did like three or four other toy shows. I did NJ Collectors Con, I think, or Toy, I did Toy Con NJ or NJ Toy Con. And then I did NJ Collectors Con, which is in South Jersey. That was the, is that the best one? I don't think I bought the most there. <laughs> is that, I don't know. Is that, that how you? Really uh, good... Is that how you rank them by how much you bought at the at the show? 
No, I, I shouldn't rank them that way. I rank them by what I see as, you know, like sort of there. I went to a little one in Woodbridge, um, which is kind of in, in, not far from where I was staying on like, a, I don't even know, it was like a Sunday morning or Saturday morning or something. And I I was there for 20 minutes. I mean, that should tell you everything. This is just uh, not a, not a lot of vendors or, the, or what the vendors had was garbage. Well, I was, I was kind of, uh, uh, I was kind of like, oh, you know what? I think, uh, you know, I, I wonder if I'll find something to buy here. I was thinking to myself. And then after 20 minutes, not only did I not buy anything, there wasn't even anything under consideration. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to convince myself to get anything at that point. I mean, that's when, you know, like, you know, a show ain't that good. If I'm convincing myself, you know, I'm trying to convince myself to buy something and i couldn't yeah that's right so i mean but there's been a lot i mean uh uh there's been a lot of stuff that happened we could talk about the fact that the has lab uh ghost rider the what were they calling it not the hell charger because they didn't pay that money engine of vengeance failed miserably it had a, it had a, it, it, what they're calling a bump, but I think it brought it into the low five thousands. Um, yeah, barely over half, really. Yeah, it was barely. It was yeah, it was just barely over half. So that failed. Uh, conversely, Mattel Creations uh, funded one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Uh, it's the Eternia playset for He Man. Yeah, I think uh, I think Sandwich and I talked about that uh, when when you were in here. That does not even look. It, it looks terrible. It's. I mean, it's not even yeah. like like Castle Grayskull is cool looking. That is just ridiculous looking. And I mean, I I was never a Masters of the Universe big fan, so maybe I'm out of the loop on it. But that one did not make any sense to me. That was the last playset that they produced for the old. I'm pretty sure it's the last playset they produced for the original uh, run of the toys. That said, they um, uh, what you call it? They probably started producing it more than a year in advance, and by the time it got to market, He-Man was kind of passe, so a lot of them didn't sell. So now, of course, when you now, of course, when you see it, uh, an original one goes for a few thousand dollars complete in the box is just i mean that's just big money so i understand the idea of uh i understand the idea of wanting to put it out again they crowdfunded it for i think it was about 500 bucks right isn't that what it is yeah i think so something like that it funded already meaning it met its minimum goal which uh the Haslab did not do so there's that um it also did at least the first unlock, and um, uh, which was a moat, some sort of moat creature, which I kind of thought was weird that it was. It's just like one little. He looks like a like a four poa, you know, just arms, maybe not even legs, maybe just two. Not sure. And then they have another one. They have another one at I think it's uh, I think it's. 10,000 or 11,000 they have another figure I don't know uh who kind of looks interesting but I'm not that interested and then their early bird figure meaning if they funded in the first week or something um 
it was King Grayskull, but a um, an old school version, like a retro version of the character of King Grayskull. Yeah, and now, I don't even know who that character is. I mean, I don't, I don't either. I saw his Masterverse figure. His Masterverse figure has been around a while, and he looks great. I mean, it's a great character. That's one of those figures that I've been struggling. I've been seeing them in the store, and I've been like. Oh man, that Masterverse line looks really good. I mean, I'm not a huge Master of the Universe fan, but the some of the designs and stuff that they've done on those Masterverse uh, figures are really spectacular. And King Grayskull is one of them. Yeah, right. No idea who it is. Is he the guy that built Grayskull Castle? I have no idea. But the point is, uh, back to Eternia playset, is that so? This is a little different. Um, Mattel did it a little differently, and then they flipped themselves. So basically, if you backed it in the first week, you got King Grayskull. If it funded, but you did not back it in the first week, you did not get King Grayskull. Right, early bird special. Yeah. However, I think it was yesterday, the day before, they flipped that. They said, you know what? We're going to give, we're going to give King Grayskull to everybody uh who who backs this project so now there's a little bit more incentive um and again i think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get they're trying to get it so people want to go you know people who may be on the fence are like oh i get king grayskull too all right i'm in and and go in um in the hopes of getting to that last figure who is again another character i have no idea who i mean yeah if if they would have perhaps if they would have kept Robbie Reyes in Vengeance of Vengeance, they might have had a shot. But I mean once well, once that was I off mean, the table because it didn't fund in time. No, there was a there was a lot of there was a lot of things. Um there was a lot of things that uh um there were a lot of things that prevented that from uh that from funding. And I think the base price I mean, don't get me wrong. And then they announced now in a little bit of a surprise, they announced uh, Damien Hellstrom uh, as the third figure unlock. So you had Mephisto right out of the gate. Practically, you had Mephisto. And then right after Mephisto was uh, or not right after, but I guess sometime after was Madeline uh, uh, Pride, um, the Goblin Queen. Um, And then like at the end, I think when they knew the thing wasn't going to fund, they dropped Damien Hellstrom, which was a surprise. That's the son of Satan, by the way, if, if you know who the character is. Um, and uh, I, I kind of get, based on his name, why they may want to um, eliminate uh, or not be able to produce that character for mass market. But we're, gonna, we're, we're not going to get into this conversation again because I think we've hacked it to death. There's no reason they can't release those figures as Pulse exclusives, as a three-box set of Pulse exclusives, even four if they want to put in Robbie Reyes, although I think putting Robbie Reyes without the car in is kind of useless. <laughs> um, but that said, uh, they could absolutely do it as a Pulse exclusive. It doesn't go mass retail. It's clearly for collectors, blah, blah, blah. Um, but now, of course, no one knows if they're going to actually do that. The prevailing theory is that they may release those figures at some point that way 
but maybe with like different deco or some shit, which is just bullshit. I mean, and again, just to remind people, I I spoke with Dwight from the Marvel team at Hasbro at New York Comic Con. And he said to me, well, we don't know if we'll be able to release these figures, you know, because, you know, it's, you know, because of the demonic and demon. And, all. and I'm like, but you're going to release them if we buy this car. <laughs> so you can release them. It's a question of we can only release them if you pay all of this money. That's extortion. So, no, I and I, I hope they get rid released i'm not interested in really any of them honestly except for the fact that mephisto and really son of satan is a really sort of a a kind of an out there character in the sense that you know that's one of those 70s characters that you know you kind of really remember as a 70s character other than that i've no interest no interest in goblin queen really um so i'm okay with all of those uh you know not not coming out I, I i wouldn't get any of them they don't fit in my wheelhouse they're not even a soft wheelhouse so <laughs> i uh or a soft focus right isn't that what i said yeah um, well it started out as a soft focus and then you called it a soft wheelhouse yeah for those of you following along at home we've recently discovered that kev has wheelhouses and soft wheelhouses no, it's not soft wheelhouse it's focuses within wheelhouse so i can have a wheelhouse you know, again, I don't want to, we should do a special where we lay out that, you know, how, how one collects. I, I, th be... I think we should do that. That'll be, that'll be for, uh, uh, for the bonus round. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's do that. Let's do that real quick. Um, on the social medias, be sure that you're following the show, uh, Geek Stuff TNG, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, over on the website, geekstuff.com, uh, geekstufftng.com. You can uh, phone the GVM line. 201. 7302547 or you can send us an email geekstufftng at gmail.com why am i doing that cuz cuz sandwich just didn't show he just not even here oh, that's just stop it he showed <laughs> he, it's not that he didn't show um so yeah if you also want to support the show on patreon it's patreon.com/geekstufftng for a dollar a month you get access to the show's discord where we can all chat together uh for three dollars a month it's the early bird special where you get the show as soon as we're done recording it along with a copy of the encyclopedia prep sheetica uh for five dollars a month it's the bonus round where you get the weekend bonus shows like vintage episodes of big kev's geek stuff as well as uh the sandwich shop and other mini shows um like ex soft focuses uh, which it will be a soon to be coming show and for ten dollars a month you get to watch the show live and direct on the instagram lives oodle lolly oodle lolly oodle lolly uh all right so did you want to, there was a, a hasbro youtube thing that you wanted to talk about too there, though right yeah well yeah i mean i i want to talk about again i don't want to spend uh, i don't want to spend an entire show just bashing hasbro that's really not what we do but I think it's important to point out when any company. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing on that on that spirit of vengeance or the Hazlab vengeance thing. I wanted to point out one more thing. There is a sketchy toy company called Ramen Toys, uh, and they um, they have been putting out some really weird. Like they recently did release i think they released centurions but they're not centurions unlicensed basically they did actually recently release a licensed version of quicksilver from the silver hawks 
um, who they must have licensed from Super 7 because that's who owns the license now. Um, and they're doing um, Monstar from uh, Silverhawks as well. They came out either right before or right after that HasLab ended and said they are doing a car. They put a picture up and everything of a black Dodge Charger with all kind of flamey effects on it, like a photo, <laughs> like Photoshop. They said they're going to do it. So they're sketchy? I thought, was, I thought was hysterically funny um of of ramen toys and if they actually pull it off you know what i mean and they make it you know reason and they said it's going to have leds and all it's they they basically said it's going to have all of this stuff effectively all the stuff that the Haslab had but you know about the ridiculous price effectively hmm. so yeah so there's that and then uh let's see what else um oh right so um so the Hasbro thing, um, it was their 1027 uh, uh, live stream presentation, which I'm still not convinced was live. Most of it was pre-taped. Um, and it's basically, this is for idiots who pay $50 a year or whatever. They, I think it's a year uh, to be part of the, the premium Pulse membership thing. That's for those idiots. Um, and so they paid $50 to watch basically a live stream where they rushed through. It was like two hours. I think they basically rushed through all of their lines. And of course it was online 10 minutes later, you know, so who gives a shit? The information was, was being fed live to YouTube by other YouTubers, um, who, who, who had, uh, access to the content, but then the whole thing was available. I don't even know. It wasn't that long after hour maybe. And it was embarrassing, more embarrassing than normal because you had that Emily character who is the brand manager for God help us GI Joe, which by the way, I, and, and I'm going to say this GI Joe right now is their best line. GI Joe classified as Hasbro's best line, um, for a number of reasons not the least of which is the figures are great. The characters are great. The selection is great. The, uh, the, the accessories, you get a ton of them. Uh, the price point is perfect for what you get or not perfect. It's a little high, but it's not embarrassingly high like Marvel or, or star Wars uh, for the, for the repacks repaints and everything else that you get. Um, and uh, Emily is the brand manager for this, uh, the, that line. And also, God help us, Dungeons and Dragons. So, um, but she's she's supposed to be, she and one of the other idiots are, are supposedly doing a walkthrough of the Hasbro facility. And they, they just happen to find, you know what I mean? The other, you know, other members of the team who are working on this and that. And then they talk about it. Uh, they talked about the fact that they showed the Ghostbusters um pack um well i don't mind go through every line basically all i wanted to say about it was i'm sure the information's old at this point but basically the only thing i really wanted to say about it was that it uh, hasbro is completely and utterly tone deaf and to the fact that they just have people who have no vested interest whatsoever and uh no content knowledge or anything else uh, with regards to these products um, trying to present them and convince us that, you know, that, that, 
that they know what they're talking about. Thankfully, MCM London, which is a big con in London, was going on. And at least a couple of the characters, like Patrick, were in London, at least, and not available and and so on. But yeah, there was nothing really that exciting or, or interesting about the release. They then, they then did another... They did panels at MCM where they released more stuff and that information got leaked out as well. So not leaked, but reported on as well. So, you know, it's just, it's just fairly typical, I think at this point, but it's kind of, uh, there's a lot of, I feel embarrassing, uh, sort of stuff happening there. Yeah. And that in particular, I thought was really embarrassing. Oh boy. Happened. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to this. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Um, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, I think we should start with Netflix. Okay. A big. Uh, I mean, so I, I don't know if we talked about it last week. Maybe it came out since last week. But you know, Henry Cavill is like confirmed to be back as Superman, right? And then shortly after that news comes out, the news that he will no longer be the role of the Witcher on the Netflix show comes out yeah that wasn't a surprise i mean but that i mean yeah i'm sure he, he doesn't just can't have the time in his schedule to do both i i would assume but i mean th- does that just i mean which was a pretty good show does that kind of ruin it now that they're going to switch to is it, it's uh liam hemsworth liam yeah thor's little brother right uh yeah i i i, I never watched it so it, it's hard to say um if it's gonna have any effect obviously it has some effect already people are like boo you know but i mean clearly the money henry is following the money yeah i mean that's i mean he's not gonna have the time to do both he has to let one of them go obviously superman is gonna pay more than a netflix show yeah i mean at this point you know, it's it's funny you you mentioned that uh, following the money. Did you see that uh, Johnny Depp is like, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll work with Disney again. I mean, you know, have you have you seen that he's like officially like considering offers? No, I mean, I mean, I imagine if they drove a pirate ship full of hundred dollar bills to his house, I imagine Johnny Depp would do the film. No. Now, is he a full-on character is he like is he a is he like a cameo is it you know what i mean i mean there's a lot of factory uh, factories there's a lot of factors involved there um so it's hard to say one way or another yeah whether yeah. he'll actually come back information left and right here what, so what, is there uh, break, breaking news over uh in no, the no, big no, Kahuna no, studios nothing, nothing nothing that exciting but uh yeah so um yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not really surprised. I'm disappointed only in that uh, I think I was kind of hoping that Henry Cavill um, would um, kind of find his way over to Marvel in some fashion. Like, I don't know in what fashion per se. He'd probably been a good Wonder Man. Oh, did you, the Wonder Man casting came out this week too? Oh, it did. Yeah, uh, it's it? it's the the actor that played Black Manta in uh, in Aquaman is going to be Wonder Man. 
Oh, so they're they're race flipping him, I guess. Yeah. Ah, that's interesting. Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, and and uh, I heard that. Uh, I guess no Nathan Fillion. Yeah, so it's not going to be Nathan Fillion. Um, and I heard I heard speculation of Henry Cable as Captain Britain in the Marvel universe. But uh, well, you'd have to be blonde, number one, and number two, not anymore. <laughs> Not if he just signed a new contract for Superman. I doubt he'd be Captain Britain. Right, right. So, it'll be interesting. It will. Uh, let's see. Let's stick with Netflix for a while, for a minute. There's a lot of Netflix stuff that's happened lately. Um, oh. Now, do you know what the Win X saga is? I don't. All right. I just saw that it was canceled after two seasons. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. It looks like it's got, like, you know, kind of a magic-y thing to it but i don't know what it is so all right well if you watch the winx saga give us a call on the gvm gvm line and let us know what it is the gvm line 201-730-2547 um did you know that cobra kai's ratings are beating house of dragon i mean house of dragon is a new show cobra kai is on season what five i think five yeah well i mean it's not i mean it shouldn't be that big of a surprise should it I mean, I mean, only in the sense that it's Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones is such a, a big hit and everything else. But, you know, with all due respect, this is not Game of Thrones. It's not. Well, did, did have you watched it? Uh, only the first episode. I'm way behind okay. on a lot of stuff. I, I would say that it um, it does kind of pick up by the time we get to the season finale. So I've watched the whole first first season. Um, right. In fact, there's a there's an article that the the director of the finale watched How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> to help uh, block the the dragon sequences in the in in the season finale. Um, oh, nice! So so watch How to Train Your Dragon and then watch House of Dragon. Um, but yeah, it do, it does kind of pick up. But I I felt I think I think we talked about this kind of offline that it it reminds me a lot of the first season of Preacher, where I liked Preacher a lot but the first season felt like the entire first season was all prologue and i think you'd said that in in the actual book it is just that like there isn't the events of the first season kind of happen and the comic kind of picks up right after the events of the first season but they dragged it into an entire you know what eight episode arc what was just a couple of pages in the book and that's done too right didn't that not get picked up what preacher yeah no, no, Preacher already had its whole series. Its whole series run. Oh, it did. Okay, you never watched Preacher? That surprises I, me. No, I I tried watching the first season. I just couldn't get into it. I read the book a really long time ago, and I was kind of like, okay, I'm satisfied. I didn't really, and I I was iffy on how they were presenting it. So I was kind of like, eh. But I mean, I like Cassidy, but it's hard not to like Cassidy, even on in paper or on film. It's a great character, so. Um, but I don't know. I just couldn't, it just wasn't doing it. So. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I liked Preacher, but anyway, yeah. So House of Dragons, by the end, I was like, all right. But again, it feels like that was all set up. And now when we get to season two, it's going to be, now we're going to be going, you know, hundred miles right. an hour. It's, you know, so a uh, little bit of a slow build, kind of like the, you know, like the Sopranos used to be right. You know, you, the season, you'd be like three quarters of the way through the season going, yeah, nothing's really happened yet. And then all of a sudden it'd be just like, bam, 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 it would go. So. That's an HBO series for you. So, 
Um, let's see. Netflix is adding uh, uh, for seven bucks a month. You get uh, ad supported tier. Anybody interested in that? Because uh, we're not going to be able to share passwords for much longer. It looks like they're going to figure out a way to. Once they figure that out, we're all screwed. Actually, which, which one? Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I think that's the only one that I actually have. I, I I think that what's going to happen when they figure out the way to make it so inconvenient to try to share passwords that it's not worth it, then the whole streaming industry is going to see a significant decline, right? I mean, it, you know, because maybe people are just going to say, well, I'll just do without it. They're going to have to make the choices. I don't think people are going to, well, I guess, let me take that back. It's not going to see a decline. It's not going to see any growth, right? Because right. I'm not going to go add one that I don't pay for that I was borrowing somebody's password on, but then the person that owned that password isn't going to cancel it because they stopped sharing it with somebody else. So it, it might not shrink, but like, you know, I may share a password and go, oh, yeah, this is worth getting. I'll get my own password, you know, but I don't think that's going to happen. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. It certainly will. But I also think that that will have a profoundly negative effect on a lot of things. Um, you know, like, so how's the, how's the family system work? You know what I mean? Right. You have to live in the same domicile it's, it's gonna it's gonna have to have something to do with i'll tell you right now i'm sharing i'm sharing someone's youtube tv account and i get notices after a certain amount of time because that person's in the philadelphia area i get little are you traveling and eventually it will get to a point where it will go you can't use this until you go back to your home area <laughs> right and sign it i mean we found a way around that too but it's really just inconvenient you know, but, you know, you, you do what you have to do. Right. That's what I'm saying is, is they're going to figure out a way to eventually make it so inconvenient that it's just not worth, you know, that you give up on it um, so that they can get their extra 10 bucks a month or whatever. But Right. Yeah. Netflix is getting a little bit of backlash for their Jeffrey Dahmer show, saying that, you know, it's just too, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know, maybe if it's just too soon because it's real people and it's, I guess it's glorifying a more recent serial killer, I guess. I don't get it. Why is it? I mean, first of all, it's not. I mean, how is it too soon? Wasn't that a while ago, Jeffrey Dahmer? I mean, not not so long ago that the families of the people involved aren't still around. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's different. You do but a movie about the Titanic. There's nobody around to say, hey, you're glorifying, you know, what happened to my brother. But Dahmer, it it is. It's what, recent enough. What's this? What's the specific complaints? That it's uh, it's like it's like just glorifying the it, it it it's filmed in like a um I don't know it's like traumatizing the family it's filmed in a way that I don't want to say it's glorifying it but I mean you know it just makes him the the cool serial killer guy you know I mean I don't know the family the family certainly are not liking it and Netflix is getting some uh. Well, some, I don't get pushback. it. Like, why? Like, I, I don't understand what the. I mean, I, I'll have to watch it now that you've that you've put me onto it. Um, but I, I don't. What's the? Am I just not getting it? What's the, the issue? Yeah, I think it's kind of like it's kind of like torture porn, right? Like, it's just graphically showing what happened, and it's traumatizing for the families, and so you know, some people are unhappy about that, especially okay. the families. So. I mean, I guess I get that. Yeah. Um, 
Did you see the the teaser for Sandman season two? I didn't see the teaser. I only saw that it had gotten renewed, and I still didn't finish season one. Oh. I mean, I know. Yeah, did I? You know, when when I was looking up articles about Sandman, uh, did you? I saw one. It said that uh, when uh, on an earlier incarnation, when they were working on a a Sandman TV show, that Michael Jackson wanted to be involved. He wanted to be in a Sandman TV show way back in the day. As, as what? I don't know. I could read the article. I suppose I could. Let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, this is what he was in The Wiz. Uh, he was in Men in Black 2. Yeah, for a hot second. Um, in the Wiz, though, he was the the scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the main character in in that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Doesn't show. Who, maybe he was gonna. Maybe he wanted to be Morpheus. I don't know. I don't see it here readily well, available. But uh, here. insane. Maybe he just wanted to do music. Did you see that uh, he also did? I think we talked about that under the video game news. Uh, that he was he did some of the music for some one of the older games. I don't remember that story. I'm not even gonna bring it up. Never mind. Um but yeah, so so what? Neil Gaiman is like not that he ever went away, but he's still just he's on fire, right? Because he's got uh the Prime series uh about the Angel shoot, what's it called? Uh 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 oh shoot. Oh my God! It's like my favorite book of his. Good Omens, <laughs> Good, Good Omens, omens. Season, Thank you. Good Omens oh season God. two. You know, and then Sandman season two. And I mean, these are. I mean, I don't know. I mean, would you consider those a little bit deeper cuts? For I mean, like they're getting a mainstream appreciation, but topically, do they feel like they're a little deeper cut than kind of what would what would be out there? Sandman is a perennial book. By all accounts, it's considered one of the best comic books, uh, and and so on. So, I mean, the fact that it's translating well into TV after such an extended break between the end of its publishing and its TV appearance, um, and Good Omens was, I mean, there's been comic adaptations of Good. Well, was there? Maybe there was one. Oh, I don't even remember if there was one. Now, I think I'm thinking of. Uh, um something else but uh i don't think they're deeper cuts i just think there's an audience that hasn't been tapped yet and i think uh neil's audience is certainly ripe for the picking i mean what do they have you know i mean preacher might have been as close since we brought that up earlier, Preacher might have been as close to um, something in that genre, if you will, uh, comic book based also, that, is, that has even come close to being produced. So I just think it was a, a virtually speaking, an untapped audience. And Neil is a, I don't know if you know this or not, Neil's a very popular writer. Yes, yeah. And short of... of what i can't even think of that stardust i mean what's another neil gaiman property that's been filmed or anything yeah i don't know 
I I can't think of anything. I feel like I feel like was that a I feel like there was one that was a mini series, but I can't remember. But I might be wrong about that. The point is, is that this is a long time coming, and I think it's happening in the most appropriate time. I mean, look at that Sandman miniseries or series they could not make that 10 years ago yeah so yeah i just think everything comes to us when it's supposed to more or less right well i guess the things that come too soon are poorly done and you know it's unfortunate and then sometimes doesn't get a another chance because it was bad or like like look at the fantastic four film the what the roger corman fantastic four film right I mean, you know, that I mean, one, or, or, that or the, the one or the next gonna, one. I mean, yeah, the, <laughs> is that the one you're gonna pick? <laughs> you're right. I don't have the to. Roger Corman one. Jesus. You're right. You're right. I could pick the what the reboot that had uh... Miles Teller. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, you can't. Even, I, are you just gonna I, see? Now, here's the problem. The problem is, is that I liked, I liked the two Fox. Fantastic Four movies, the Ian Grufford mm-hmm. and Michael Chickalees and and uh, y- you know I liked those uh, and w- what's his name Chris Evans and who was Jessica Alba yeah and who the guy was that played Doom I always forget his name I love the show he was in Nip Tuck yeah that yeah show. he's the Nip Tuck guy that show is oh, off the yeah. charts great yeah um but that aside um I like those movies I mean. I didn't, I, I mean, I wasn't over the moon about them, but you have to remember this is pre-MCU mm-hmm. and they were banging for pre-MCU films. I mean, as far, as far as Marvel characters go. Uh, yeah, Galactus was a giant cloud, but Silver Surfer was handled brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Michael Chickalese looked like he was, OG always said, batter dipped Michael Chickalese. Ooh, the lolly. And uh, so he always referred to that. Some people had problems with Jessica Alba was, uh, is, I guess, Latina, I suppose, uh, or something. And and Evans is as white as they come. Um, I didn't see any problem with that at all. I totally bought that relationship. I thought Ian Grufford was really good, too. Um, so I really had, virtually speaking, I had no problems with those movies. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, they're a little problematic here and there. But, you know, in, in the pre-MCU era to get a Marvel film that was that good, uh, you had, like, the first Spider-Man movie, and I think the second one was out by then. So at least those two. Um, and then what else? Yeah. Oh, well, you're right. So, you know, like, I, I mean, in that period, those are those are pretty good movies. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. Um, let's see. Let's, let's finish up with Netflix here. Umbrella Academy is going to have its fourth and final season. I don't know if we've mentioned that or not. Damn it. Have you, have you finished that yet? Nope. What are you doing with your life? I mean, you know, you're just going to toy conventions and going to New Jersey. I sit around and do, I know, I sit around and do nothing all day. I don't work (laughs) and I don't like do stuff and I don't run the convention table uh, with, with the exception of of East Coast Scott and and another uh, person, I don't do anything, uh, uh, but but nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sit around TV. Okay, so you didn't watch the Resident Evil show on Netflix, right? That got canceled like immediately. That was yeah, I, universally I panned, right? Resident Evil is stupid. Yeah. All right. 
Well, all right. So why don't we, uh, now that we finished the Netflix news, let's take a quick break and then come back because oh. we, we got we don't have that much time left in this uh, in this episode. Episode what number? Six ninety eight. Nope. One 699. more. Six ninety nine. Yep. Wow, the next one's seven hundred. Yeah. So this wow. is the the road to seven hundred, part two. Part two. And with that, we will be right back on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 699, The Road to 700, part two. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real onset stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. 
you will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hello, this is Neil Gaiman, uh, writer of lots of different things, really, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG. Hey, Sandwich, where are we doing this from this week? Hide Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Kev Una Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. So did you see any movies while you were... In uh, on the mainland where you could watch it on a big screen. Now I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now that I did not. Oh, and I'm gonna tell you why I did not. And the answer is because I was just too damn busy. As we mentioned before the break, you're a busy, busy guy. I'm busy, yeah. And so because of that, um. Uh, because of that, I ended up going to the movies three times while I was there. I went to the beautiful Lafayette Theater in Suffern, New York. You can look it up on Facebook. Oh, that's the one you've been telling us about. Okay. Forever. And I will go there. I mean, you know, uh, at, at some eventual point when I move back to the East Coast, uh, I will go there. I might see everything there. I don't even know. But it's very, it's a lovely theater. It's beautiful old theater, and uh, the three movies I saw there though were absolutely thrilling in a in, in a number of ways. The first of which was that uh, we saw. Now this was me and East Coast Scott. We went and saw the original silent Phantom of the Opera. Oh wow! Now, yeah. Do they have a Do they have a, a live? Uh, yes. Uh, organist. 
They have a Wurlitzer pipe organ, and he played along the appropriate music along with the film. It was an absolutely thrilling experience. Oh, that's now. Let me pause just for a second. So, out here in Hollywood, there's the El Capitan Theater, yeah, and they have their Wurlitzer there too, and they usually and they do stuff like that. So, next time you come to visit, we'll have to if there's anything playing there, maybe we'll go do that. Oh yeah, let's do that. So, um, so that was one, and then the second thing is, uh. Myself, East Coast Scott, and the sandwich. We took the sandwich to, and he did not know this is what we were doing. We took him to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> he did mention that. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, we, I'll have some pictures to share. Uh, I'll get those over to you. Um, and uh, our young sandwich, uh, first time. So, you know, he had to go through all the rigmarole. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, so there was that. And then the third and final thing was, it was, again, it was East Coast Scott, Sandwich, and I went on a Saturday morning. I think it was the week. Oh, I think it was it was Halloween weekend. I don't remember. Or it's the week before. I can't remember. But uh, we actually went 1130 in the morning. We went. And we were first treated to about a half an hour of music, movie music played on the Wurlitzer, right? Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. By the, it's just an awesome experience. That's one. And then we saw Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. how awesome. On the big screen. First time for the sandwich, I think, seeing that movie at all. No. Uh, there was we didn't tell him about that either. And when we got to the theater, On the Marquee was just, I think all it said on the marquee was Black Adam. So he's <laughs> looking around. He's like, are we seeing Black Adam? I'm like, nope, we're not seeing Black Adam. Because I think it hadn't opened yet. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Anyway, the point is, is no. And then he saw it said, uh, it said, oh, a, a, on a little like pegboard, it said A and C meet Frankenstein or something. He goes, is that what we're doing? And then he saw the time. He goes, so we're meeting Frankenstein? I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, we're meeting Frankenstein sandwich. It's a Frankenstein meet and greet. Yeah, there's an AC there, you know. Um, so there you go. So there was that was that was uh my movie experience. And no, I did not get to see Black Adam on the big screen. I'm a bit put out by that fact, but um I think although I haven't looked, I'm gonna look right now actually while we're, we're doing this to see if Black Adam is playing on the island. It probably is. Um, but I'll have to see. Um, but did it, did it, did it, I mean, yeah, we talked a little bit about Black Adam last week, uh, just, uh, just Sandwich and I, but, uh, I mean, you know, that's, that's the, the lead in. We, I think we were, we were having that kind of discussion of, you know, there, it seems like they're, they want with, with Henry Cavill coming back, they're going to have a Black Adam versus Superman. And it's like, can you have that before you have Black Adam versus Shazam? It just doesn't feel appropriate. I, I honestly, I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, so. Um, speaking of uh, that real quick, uh, the Shazam Fury of the Gods, uh, they are wrapped with production, so I don't know when that's going to come out. Um, uh, let's see. On the Warner Brothers note, they are really going hardcore with trying to develop their IP. In fact, they want to, uh, they're open to, uh, reaching back out to J.K. Rowling and seeing if they can get some more squeeze some more Harry Potter content out of her. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So. Well, 
they could do the cursed child, but they're just not old enough yet. Yeah. They got I think they got maybe 10 more years before they can do cursed. They have to be a little bit more like they were at the in the last scene of the last movie. Right. And I don't think I don't think they're there yet. One, two, I wonder that they would get all of them back. I don't know that. I mean, I think Rupert Grant would. And I think, I I think uh, the amount of money that they get, I think Daniel Radcliffe would. I don't think Emma Watson would. I don't know that she wouldn't, but I don't think it maybe at this point in her life that she would. And Hagrid's dead. Is Hagrid in the cursed child? I honestly don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I, and I don't know. I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, Emma and uh, Daniel have both kind of come out against J.K. Rowling pretty strongly. So I, I mean, you know, so the money would have to really be a strong influence for them to come back well, to a yeah. new project. I mean, I mean, she has said some pretty messed up things, but that said, you know, money talks. And if Emma Watson comes off and does this one film and she gets a huge payday out of it, eh, she doesn't have to work again. I mean, she doesn't have to work again now, as I understand it. Yeah, I don't think but, any of them really have to work. I mean, that's the same, same thing with Daniel Radcliffe, right? He just does what he wants. You know, he does fun stuff, does but he, he wants, doesn't have yeah. to work. Yeah. Look at look at the shit that he's done <laughs> yeah. since Harry Potter. I mean, honestly, name a really great movie that he's done since Harry Potter. Name a mainstream movie he's done since. He did that one where they're like guns nailed to his hands or something. Yeah, he, like Swiss, Swiss Army Man, right? Which is super yeah. weird. Did, did you watch the show with... Uh, where he was like an angel and no. it was, I watched the first season of it and it was really weird. And, and um, Steve Buscemi was God. Right. And then, uh, yeah. you know, and it was such a weird premise. And then like, when you get a little bit further into it, you find out that God and the earth and all of his creations, but he's like the dumb, he's the, he's the Fredo of this family of gods. Right. You know, like, so the earth and all his creations is just, you know, they all look at him and go, oh, yeah, you made humans? <laughs> Good job. You know, like, so, but right. Steve was saying, so it was like an, a mild, mildly interesting premise by the time you get to the end of the first season. But then the second season, like, was like something totally different. So I don't even know. That was weird. And then, you know, but I mean, he did his Weird Al movie. Have you seen that yet? No, and no one will see it. Oh, I thought it was going to come. I thought it was going to expand off of Roku so people would be able to see it. Oh, I didn't hear. Has it? I oh, haven't I, heard that it has. Yeah, no, I don't know. Then I, I don't know. I thought it was going to, but I haven't specifically seen that. Um, I don't know. Speaking of uh, Warner Brothers working with problematic people, right? It, you know, so there's a uh, um, Issa Ray. She's basically saying that uh, she thinks that it's uh, horrible that they're still trying to salvage an Ezra Miller movie that they should just let it go. Um, oh well yeah and you know they've talked about they've talked about replacing him uh with somebody else which i think is going to happen especially now if gun is in there you know if gun is the kevin feige of dc ezra miller is going to get replaced oh for sure i mean you know but uh i don't know speaking of uh, the celebrity crime blotter uh so kevin spacey was found not liable in the civil suit against uh yeah, uh, against Anthony Anthony Rapp, Anthony Rapp right? Uh, yeah. Danny Masterson, his uh, trial is underway for his uh, rape allegation from the, that that okay. '70s show. Yep. And oh. then uh, Mr. Bill Murray's kind of in some hot water out there. 
Is that right? Yeah, it it's moved kind of it, it it it's like the accusations are uh sexual assault instead of just kind of, you know, it's moved from saying he's inappropriate on the set to sexual assault. And they're pulling really? out they're pulling I out I, I mean, yeah, it's it's I mean, it's unfortunate again, all your faves are problematic eventually. They're pulling out that this old uh video of uh Back when he with Gina Davis and they were in Quick Change, I think was the movie. Yeah, I yeah I've heard yeah I I've heard that she's come out with something. I, I haven't read the details. Well, it, and it was just showing like not necessarily on the set, but um, like the, in in interviews and stuff. He was like sitting next to her in interviews and like touching her shoulder and like you know hugging. Like he just you know he's making jokes, but it's sexual in nature. Uh, you know, kind of fondling and groping her on right. on an interview, right? So, um, you know, just I mean, like I said, it's it's uh, not looking good for Bill Murray right now. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what else. Uh, do you want to do? You want to do a little product while we're while we're here? What do you got? Well, I mean, nothing nothing really new. I just want to remind people that about. Uh, Fresh Monkey Friction, and the uh, well, yeah, I mean that it goes without saying that we're going to talk about Fresh Monkey Fiction. Go over to Big Bad Toy Store, put Fresh Monkey Fiction in there, and check out the multitude of products uh, that they have. Long Box Heroes is their newest line, um, and these are like five POA retro style figures of characters that you've enjoyed for years and years. Um, and there's something for everybody there too. I think they also have the old, um, the the uh, from what we call the uh, public domain universe. Uh, they have some of those public domain characters. That series, I think it's called Comic Heroes. I think is that series. Um, and uh, yeah, and actually next week on episode 700, we're going to talk. About, I got a few of those, and we're going to talk about those. Um, and then what else? Did did sandwich uh, tell oh, me there oh was a God. a What's dead man a dead man soft focus that you wanted to talk about soft wheelhouse? Yeah, I will, but but I don't want to get off a of fresh monkey oh, fiction okay. yet. What about the eagle, uh, the eagle force fortieth anniversary line of figures that they have? Man, let me tell you, right now I think it's they're up to wave seven. There is something for everyone in this wave too, in this in in this line particularly, but in this wave also, you like. Uh, if you're like a three and three quarter guy of any kind, even if you just wanted a small little display, you've got it in these figures, man. They've got uh, a, a whole bunch right now in wave seven. Go out and get them. They haven't reached their minimum uh, numbers yet, which sucks in a lot of cases. Um, I hope they will. We're getting closer. I think it's December 1st. So we're really we're button up against it here. Yeah, just um, about a month left. A little less than a month left, I think. Yeah, and uh, I, I am super jazzed because a number for a number of reasons. One of which is they are doing the classic bubble helmet space stuff that I really, really like. Um, but if you're a G.I. Joe fan, they got characters for your, you know, you make some mercenaries or some bad guy G.I. Joes or just... You know, what, whatever it is you like, they got that. They got space stuff. They got monster stuff. They got all sorts of things. Plus, and 
And that's stuff you can integrate into your collection, your other collections. You know what I mean? You can integrate it into a little space collection. You can integrate it into a G.I. Joe collection or a Star Wars collection, uh, a vintage series Star Wars collection. You could move all of these characters uh, seamlessly into background characters in your displays or fighting forces. You can army build these guys really easily really really great stuff you have to have a look but that said even if you don't have a collection to integrate them into which i don't know how you're on listening to this program uh but uh two uh if if you don't have a collection like that or if it's just something that interests you they have a whole universe of their own like i mean stories and characters and this one and factions and that and the other and so it could be the gateway into you having a brilliant three and three quarter collection of your own, its own universe. You know, it's a little, it's a little bit, I don't want to say underground because that's not exactly correct. Um, Eagle Force was a thing a hundred years ago. They were little, do you remember those? Mm -hmm. They're little tiny. They were like two inch, weren't they? Like two and a <laughs> half inch uh, figures. They were great. I mean, for the time and everything else, it was a little, I mean, guys who loved them, loved them. Uh, but they were a little bit like, they weren't three and three quarter, but they were, you know, like it was hard to integrate them into anything. Well, not anymore. So not only do you have all the original Eagle Force characters in that gold lame that they had in the original 40 years ago. Uh, but you have updated characters, new characters, new forces, new bad guys, new factions, and so on. So, yeah, go over to Big Bad Toy Store. The one you want to look at for Eagle Force is Wave 7. And there's a whole shitload of stuff in there for everyone. So check them out. Are you going to be going back to uh, eBay for the... Uh... eBay alert. eBay alert. To pick up the earlier waves of those that, that you don't quite have in your collection? Uh, if it's something that's appropriate for my wheelhouse, yes. But I'm more interested right now in, um, well, I'm totally interested in any of the sort of spacey kind of bubble helmet kind of guys. I'm trying to get all those. Uh, and there's and you can army build most of them, which is a problem, um, but a good problem to have. And um, and the other thing, uh, the other thing that uh, I'm focusing on is those. I think it's comic heroes or I can't remember what the long box the long box heroes. Yeah, well, long box heroes is new. I'm talking about the pre the one that has the the uh public domainiverse uh, stuff in it. I think it's called comic heroes, but I forget. Um, if you're on Big Bad Toy Story, you can you can look it up. Um, but that line, and they're about to do, I think they're about to do an all female wave too. That line, I'd really like to do. Uh, I, I'd really like to get backfill in some of those characters. And there's a bunch of waves, and they are not easy to find. And um, I'm a little ticked off that I found it so late, but I'm. It, it is something that I would like to do. Those public domain stuff. And of course, coming soon, publicdomainiverse.com, uh, where you'll see more about uh, everything uh, available in the public domainiverse. Um, so we'll, we'll, that'll be coming. I think that's coming in sometime in the middle of 23. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming you already have the, uh, the Rocketeer figures 
if not the whole yes, set. That's right? long box heroes. Yeah, that's the long box heroes. And then, yeah, and then it's almost time for the Naughty or Nice collection, right? The Santa and his elves. Yes. You oh, know. thank you for reminding me. I didn't even remember that. And those are six-inch figures. Everything we've been talking up to now is either three and three-quarter, which is the Eagle Force stuff, five, four or five-inch, which is uh, the Comic Heroes line. I always forget that name of that line. Oh, I have... Oh, wait. I'm not using every device that I own. I can look it up myself. Um... Because I, I want to make sure that we're getting out the right information here. Uh, let's see. Hold on one second. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Hey, put the show on hold for a hot minute. All right. I will put the show on hold. It's actually Amazing Heroes. That's the um, that's all the Golden Age uh, stuff. Uh, so, but yeah, you brought up the Naughty or Nice collection. Yeah, those fi- those are six inch figures. Those Santas, and they look great. I'm getting at least I'm getting at least one. I'm considering a second. Um, but I, but there's elves. I might get some elves. There's Nutcrackers. I might get some Nutcrackers. Um, but uh, those are really, really awesome looking figures. So yeah, and then the the amazing amazing heroes had a um, had an all female wave also. So you, do you say you yeah. think they're doing that for Eagle Force? They're going to do a, a female wave for Eagle Force? Oh no, no, no! I, I meant for Amazing Heroes. Okay, that there was a there was a few. Did that come and go already? Um, it's not know. go. I mean, it's available obviously at Big Bad. Yeah, that, that's wave wave seven is all the all the females. Oh, is that what all the, the, all the oh, women, yeah. seven of amazing heroes not to be confused I, I tell you again i mean i am not as hardcore of a collector as you are obviously but I, these you just look so amazing these, i mean you could you could f- fall down a rabbit hole with these figures and very easily go into deep 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 debt they are fantastic yes thank you for pointing out the debt part because I mean, I was a little concerned. Oh yeah, there it is. It's, yeah. not, it's not easy to be a collector, you know. It doesn't, just, you know, you gotta. There's some sacrifices that have to be made, and sometimes those sacrifices are money. It's all the time those sacrifices. <laughs> from but that said, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's ten figures in that wave, and if you buy the whole wave, two forty nine ninety nine. That's twenty four figure. Yeah, for a figure that is going to be that no one else is likely going to make. Yeah, it's it's worth it. But I want to point out to everybody, I want to point out Eagle Force. This is the current wave that they're working on. I want to get that one up front and center here. Give me one second. So I just want to make sure that we're getting the right thing. Eagle Force. Wave seven. Wave seven. Yeah, that's the one. And now whether now you don't have to buy the whole wave. I'm not saying, I mean, if you want the whole wave, you should buy it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying characters like John Strong, who looks like 
he, he he jumped out of a Flash Gordon cereal. He's got the bubble helmet. He's got an alternate head, so you could theoretically army build this guy as a generic. He's got ray gun, like short sword, bunch of hands, two heads, bubble helmet, and sort of the bubble helmet sort of, I don't know what you call that, brace? Not like, a brace. Like, a, like a chest, it goes around his chest to hold yeah. the bubble helmet on, yeah. right? Yeah. To hold the bubble helmet on, yeah, like bracket, I guess. And uh, that's one. You want to check him out. You want to check out Prince Zarek, who kind of looks like a, a a mustard green, mustard yellow Prince Baron from Flash Gordon also. I mean, I'm not saying that there's any, you know, derivativeness here, but maybe a little. Um, Another one comes with three heads. Uh, I'm not exactly sure who one of those heads is, Um, but there's a generic head. So you you can build the forces of the prince as well. Two swords, so we can go two-handed with swords. Blaster pistol, multiple arms. Bubble helmet, bubble bracket. That's another one you should check out. Um, and these are the ones that I'm getting. I should be clear. And, and then the henchman. How many henchmen are you getting? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, obviously, I don't know. Um, Lash light. Lash lightning is actually a what you call it character. He's a public domainiverse character, but redesigned uh, for Eagle Force, and now they're doing that also. By the way, they're doing some redesigns. He is got a translucent blue head, a regular head. He's got translucent blue hands, a shit ton of them, and regular gloved hands. He also comes with a flesh head and a generic, like a helmet head, but also the bubble helmet, bubble bracket. And so, I mean, look at what you're getting with these. And I mean, if you get the whole set, you get all 10 of them for 250. I mean, 25 I mean, bucks is, is now look, that's I'm not market gonna price. Go, I'm not going to go one off. And I'm going to tell you why. I mean, I'm not going to go for the whole set because, as you know, I have a wheelhouse. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. If we're looking strictly at Wave 7, I like General Brown, the commander of Space Force. I believe General Brown, I'm not 100% sure, might be an old Eagle Force character that's been updated, I think. That said, one, two, three, four heads. The bubble helmet, weapons, hands, great generic blue and white outfit. If you were doing if you were doing Marvel three and three quarter, I mean that. I mean, you could slip that in right there as shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just put the, uh, the helmet. Just put the one with the helmet or the one with the mask, and yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, that one with the the. I mean, yeah, any one of them, really. You know, uh, I like that one. I like General Brown. I'm probably going to get some General Brown. I've already mentioned. I've already mentioned John Strong. This is possibly the next one I'm talking about here is Jet Powers, probably my favorite one. One, two, three, four heads again, multiple hands, ray gun, holster, bubble helmet, bubble helmet bracket, chest thing. Um, blue and yellow and black design, brilliant, brilliant looking toy. I'm definitely ordering those. I'm definitely getting that one. That one is in my wheelhouse. Now, here's an example. Here's a great figure. Bruce Maddox, automobile driver. 
not in my wheelhouse. Generic sort of guy, lots of hand choices, gloved, ungloved, got a pistol, got some got some blue jeans, leather jackets, sleeves rolled up. You know, he looks a little bit like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I was going to say, he looks like Freddie Mercury. Not my wheelhouse, right? Let's move on. Claw henchman. Now, here you go again. One, two, three, three different heads, but you also have a hat and, and goggles accessory, so you can mix them up even more. Got the got the pistol with the holster and multiple hands. That's a generic army builder right there. And they even call him Claw Henchman Cannon, fod cannon Fodder. You could slip that into any G.I. Joe collection. You know, like you could do a lot of stuff. And then stuff. down there in the bonus figures, there's the, the Riot Commandos, another one. Oh, I'm still going through. Lash Lightning we talked about. I'm just going through the wave. You know, since this is a show that we do that. Gear shift, mechanic. This is a military mechanic. One, two, two heads, but also one, two different other hats, which means you can mix and match other heads that you might have on it. Couple of pistols, a little one. Looks like a boot pistol and a full pistol. Bunch of hands, uh, uh, gloved and ungloved. That's a generic dude. That's a generic dude. If I was a G.I. Joe guy, I'd be all over that. Next, one of my another one of my favorites, Commander Eagle, leader of the Singularity. Not even sure what that means. However, does he have a red space bubble head? That's that's he really cool. Almost like reminds me of Mysterio, but in red. Yeah, he's got a red bubble helmet. He's got a rifle, a ray pistol. He's got some sort of eagle bird with him. See him, red and black. <laughs> he's got a bunch of hands he also has he has an einstein and singularity robot drone head so there you go there's there right there is you're you're you have a whole force that you can build right out of one dude right i'm getting that one we talked about prince Zar zarzax i'm getting that one Here's another one. Nemesis 2, right? Uh, he's a saboteur. This is another G.I. Joe easily, easily mixed in. One, two different heads, a hat accessory, two pistols. Looks like a bunch of other stuff, maybe some explosives and things. A bunch of hands, gloved, ungloved. Th this is another one. Easily added it. Background, bad guy, you know, in your displays or whatever. It's brilliant. And that's all of them. One, two, three, four, five. I'm in for at least six. I'm in for most of this wave. I'm in for better than half of this wave. And, you know, I do like I mean, that it's kind of showing you where, where they are. And, like, pretty much everybody is over 200, and they need to get to 300 to... Uh, to fund. To yeah. fund, and yeah. There's, there's still some time. It's still, still almost a month, about 20, 25, 26 days from the time of recording. Right. I mean, and you can look at the other ways too. There's other ways too that are just like, they're amazing. Baron Von, Sch I'm looking at another one, 13 ghosts. It's just a guy in a suit, but one, two, one, two, three different heads. One head is called bodyguard portrait. So it's just a generic bodyguard guy. I mean, like I'm telling you, look at, there's a general, 
that's got a bunch of different heads. There's uh, there's Red Wing. That's an actual original member of Eagle Force. There's this guy, Savitar. One, two, three different heads. Just a guy in a suit. Different hands, gloves, weapons. I mean, for the money, I don't want to hear about the money uh, with regards to, oh, they're, uh, no, no. let's, they're, what are they? What are they? 24 a figure on a single figure? Hold on, let me look. Not the, spe- there are some special ones. The Wild Bill one is 32. That's an exclusive. 26 bucks, 27 bucks. You're getting a three and three quarter figure and a shit ton of accessories. Way more, way more than you get with any Star Wars three and three quarter or G.I. Joe three and three quarter. Even back in the day, you didn't get this much shit. So it's worth it. That's why we talk about it, because, I mean, we, you know, it's like anything else on this program. If we discover something that is of value, we're going to bring it to you. Yeah, and I mean, again, uh, there's for sure something for everyone in there. If you even have a mild interest in, you know, in figures and, you know, sci-fi or or not. I mean, it doesn't have to be sci-fi. You know, if you you like comic-y, comic booky types of characters and action figures of any kind... You're gonna find so many of these that are, yeah, you're gonna like. They just they all heroes. look amazing. Amazing heroes, long box heroes, Eagle Force 40th anniversary, uh, a naughty or nice collection for Christmas. I mean, they just have something for everyone. Absolutely, something for everyone. So, yeah, very excited to very excited to uh, uh, to get more of these and and to be ordering my uh, uh, my. Um, my eagle force wave seven six of them jesus i'm in trouble i mean at that point if now now when you order them individually they have it's a dollar or two more than if you get the 10 pack right i think so yeah but you know at what point do you just get the 10 pack and then you know part out the other two i mean you certainly can do that but considering my my thought on the ones that i mentioned is army building so you're going to end up buying more individual ones anyway. I need 10 of those. Give me two. You're like Michael Jackson when he went into that uh, on, on that video. Yeah, I need two of these. I need three of those. Give me some of those. He was like pointing at like literally like mummies and like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollar items. And he's like, yeah, I want two of those, three of those. I think I think more along the lines of uh, Thornton Mellon in the bookstore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me a couple of those penance and... Uh... <laughs> Shakespeare for everyone. Now, isn't that almost exactly the same as what he did in Caddyshack? Uh, give me two of these, three of these. Oh, look at this hat. You must get a free bowl of soup with this hat. Oh, looks good on you, though. Yeah, I think he did that in the in the pro shop, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got we to gotta start wrapping this, uh, this episode 699 up, I think. And with that, we will bring this episode to a close. Wait, let's do the social medias first. Be sure oh, you're okay. following the show, uh, you know, Geeks Up TNG on all the appropriate places. You can find me at Day Scott on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our missing sandwich as Fat Tom- Dumbledore on Instagram and uh, Xbox Live, I believe. F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. All right. He's not, uh, he's not on Xbox Live, I don't think. Well, all right, well. Where do you play? Where, where do you I mean, play uh, um, Fortnite? He's playing on his computer, 
and I think he's there. I mean, you can look for him on Fortnite as Fat Dumbledore. All right. Um, yeah, and actually, uh, uh, for those in the know from back in the day, Mumbles has crawled out of hiding, and he's been playing with Cousin Dave and I. He played with Cousin Dave and I a couple of times um, uh, on Fortnite. We're just having a banging time on Fortnite right now. This is, oh, do you have a video game news thing before we close? Uh, no, we got to close. So we got, we'll do some video game oh. news next time. Well, fine. Yeah. No one really. And with that, we will bring, oh, Big Kev GS on Fortnite and Xbox Live, if I was ever on any other game, and Geek Stuff T, no, Geeks, no, BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. Good. And with that, we will bring this episode, episode 699, The Road to 700 Part 2, to a close, the way we end some, so, bleh, the way we end some shows by saying, Good night, Angela Lansbury, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
Hey, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.